Welcome all our listeners to another edition of Brothers and Friends. We bring you tidbits from the Bible, entertaining gospel music. We interview personalities, gospel singers, writers. Don't touch that dial, and you will be blessed by the end of it all. Oh, we are on Brothers and Friends, the program for you. We're so excited for our program. And the topic is, does God speak to men today? Prophets versus prophecy. And we have a special guest with us, and his name is Prophet Timothy S. Bennett. I'm going to read a little bit of information about him, and we just ask you to indulge. Prophet Timothy Bennett grew up in the heart of Atlanta, Georgia. After high school, he wanted to see what life was like, so he did just that. God led Timothy to travel, and as he traveled, he sung with a variety of singers and evangelized. He started an organization called United Brothers in Christ. Many brothers and sisters were birthed out of this ministry. This became the foundation of Outreach Deliverance Ministry and still takes place in his church today. He has an urban community Bible school, and God began to reveal to Prophet Bennett that there was a prophetic and apostolic calling on his life. He was teaching and doing workshops. Then the Holy Spirit began to weigh heavy upon him. And in 1998, Prophet Bennett was ordained and consecrated and was given another level of responsibility. Today, Prophet Bennett oversees the prophetic tribe of Judah evangelistic ministry. He is a progenitor preacher, a man of God that originates the things of God and acts as a model for others to follow in the apostolic ministry. Please receive out of his belly today the apostolic anointing, the wisdom of God, the breaking down of walls and barriers, supernatural assistance, and the ability to attract wealth. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Brother C and Friends is a unique thought provoking program that brings our listeners closer to the understanding of the Word of God. We focus on things that are straight from the Bible that may need clarification to others. We make it as simple as possible. And before we dive into into question one that we have here for you, would you please um, tell us about the tribe of Judah evangelistic ministry? Sure. Um, the prophetic tribe of Judah um, was established roundabout um, because God began to deal with me concerning um, 
relaunching um, the ministry as a whole. Uh, and God gave me the name of uh, Tribe of Judah. And because of the prophetic ministry that I have, I put both of those together and I merged prophetic tribe of Judah, which is a tribe of believers and prophetic people um, that have prophetic edge. It's a prophetic ministry. Mm -hmm. So that's where we originated the prophetic tribe of Judah that came through the loins of prayer. Okay, wonderful. Can you kind of explain how you were called into this vocation? Mm, that is very broad. Uh, so I try my best to uh, break it down in a couple of minutes. I believe that I was called into this ministry from the womb, like Jeremiah. God began to use me and call me into the ministry of the prophetic and the prophet because as a young boy, I was already having the ability to foresee things. So I'm a prophet from the womb. I didn't know what I was seeing. Uh, so I did never call myself that when I was young until I got older to understand that's what it was. Prophet Bennett, can you give us some examples of some of the things that you saw as a child? Okay, yes. I know there was many times that I was young and I could see in the lives of young people, you know, just sitting in the house. And I wasn't saved, growing up in uh, church, Baptist background. So I didn't grow up in a church that was a prophetic church uh, per se, but I had the ability to gravitate to a lot of young people and we could be just sitting and the Lord would begin to show me their life, what they've been through, what their nature, the kind of person they was. And I knew I didn't know that about them. I knew that I couldn't have known that, mm -hmm. but I would just have insight and begin to see into my friends' lives mm -hmm. and tell them things. And they were not, they wasn't saved. None of us were saved. Mm -hmm. We was young, we was mm -hmm. teenagers. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the examples that I knew I was, I knew something different was with me because I just knew it was something very odd about me because I could see things and hear things and feel things mm -hmm. and sense things that maybe our average young 11, 12, teenage, 13 year old guy um, probably wouldn't have been able to do. Mm. So I knew it was something special about my life, but I didn't know what that was at that time because there was nobody around exactly. me in church mm -hmm. okay. like that. Prophet Bennett, were there any family members in your lineage as you were growing up that are prophets? Not that I know of, but my family was very gifted with music, talented singers, stuff like that, um, gifted seers. I believe, yeah, I can, you know what, I can say yes, because my auntie, my mom, they was gifted seers, but they never went by that. Okay. They were just gifted people. So there were some people in my lineage that was gifted, and I believe that they was seers as well or prophets as well but they didn't go by that mm. but i just believe that they was just gifted uh people bridging the gap between the young and the elderly brothers and friends we are glad you are listening Anointed Community Services, a nonprofit 501c3, managing the Elise Tomlin Community Center in Groveland, Florida. We are recruiting tutors for math and reading. 
for our after-school program. We're recruiting retired teachers, college or high school students that can tutor online in reading and math for underprivileged children in Lake County. If you're interested in tutoring with us, please call our office at 352-404-7898. We're open Monday through Thursday from 12 to 5 p.m. So, Prophet Bennett, uh, Mm -hmm. someone once said that they don't believe God speaks to man every day. What Mm -hmm. would you say to the individual who believes this? Well, I often tell people that I, I, I follow scripture when I think about when people say they don't believe that God speaks every day. That's, that, that is a, a broad question because I believe that he speaks, but he may not speak um, to the sense of the voice of him speaking every day. But there's always an expression of God daily. So I don't believe that he, no, he's not talking to individuals every day, but there's always an expression of God every day. But is, is there a difference between a prophet and prophecy? Yeah, um, the, there is a difference. I believe that this has been, you know, the confusion in the church today about the prophet's gift and being able to determine the gift of the prophet and the gift of prophecy. The difference is that one is a gift of the prophet that comes from Christ to the church, and the prophecy is another, it's a gift of prophecy given by the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. to individuals Mm -hmm. within the church. So, yeah, there is a difference between the prophet and prophecy. Prophecy is something that is a gift that's birthed out of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in individuals' lives, which means that everyone has the ability to prophesy, right. mm-hmm. but everyone don't have the ability or called to sit in the seat of the prophet with the prophet's gift. But everyone can prophesy because okay. that comes and birth out of the Holy Spirit. Then how can one know that he's hearing from God, prophet? Well, well, it goes back to the story when um, Samuel and he had went to Eli and said, did you call me? God began to communicate with Samuel. But Samuel did not know that was the Lord speaking to him because notice one thing about this. This is how you know the voice of God is as close as your leader's voice. Okay. Because Samuel kept going back and say, did you call me? Yeah, yeah. Because he wasn't trained. He was trained to know the voice, but not the voice of God, but he was trained to know the voice of his leader. Mm. But his leader's voice sounded like God's voice. Mm. He said, when you hear that voice again, say, thy servant heareth thee, Lord. Because if you notice, the Lord kept calling him, but he never said anything Mm. because Samuel could not identify Mm. the voice. And I think the best way to identify the voice of God is to, to know through prayer and to spending time with God. But the closest time when you hear the voice of God, you may think it's your leader like Samuel. That was God calling Samuel. So yes, Mm. prayer, communication with God.
Well, Prophet, that was back then. That was Old Testament. I mean, we're on the uh, New Testament now, are we not? So um, Mm -hmm. why do we need to have prophecy in these days? Because it's still the foundation of God. It is what God has established. Even though prophets and stuff was of the Old Testament and God would speak through prophets, it's even now through the book of Timothy that he would speak and talk about uh, how God will express through different things. And the Bible said that the scriptures are God-breathed. And so we are now in the New Testament and we still need to hear God just because we are in the New Testament and we're in a new day and time. Mm. We still need the voice of God in the earth to speak. So the breath of God is still speaking in this day and time. Yes. Mm. Okay. Well, but are all prophecies good and pleasant? No, just as it is um, in the old days, God, God would raise up certain uh, individuals to prophesy, whether it be against a nation um, or against a, a people, mm. which is a nation. And we're living in a day and time now where the Spirit of God is still using individuals to stand against certain things that are going on in this day and time. All prophecies are not good, but they're not bad. Would would you say they all have a redemptive purpose, right? Yeah, every word that the Lord sends has redemption attached to it. Um, Because at the end of the day, he wished none would perish. So, yes, um, I believe that when God sends a word of judgment, that judgment still have redemption in it. The Bible says he chastened those mm-hmm. that he loved. Mm-hmm. So even though God was sent a word of warning, because warning comes before destruction, exactly. there is still a uh, space that God gives us. My mom used to whoop us when we was young. And she used to tell us, it's going to hurt me better than it hurts you. Mm-hmm. And I did not understand what she was saying until I started flowing in the prophetic and understanding what God was sending me to do sometime. And my mom would whoop us as young boys and say, this hurt me worse than it hurt you. But what she was really saying is, because I love you, Mm. I must correct you. Mm. Because I love you, it hurt me to correct you, but I have to correct you or I have to chastise you. Mm. And I believe that's how God is, Mm. even in this day and time with prophecy. Well, we've heard of... Uh, prophetic, you know, different administrations like prophetic intercession. Can you explain that to us? The Lord blessed me to write and to put a manual together that breaks down the different things and the different, just a portion of things about intercession and prophetic intercession and prophetic worship and different things of that nature. But I believe that every prophet is an intercessor. Mm-hmm. And an intercessor is one that stands in the gap, mm-hmm. um, that intercepts. As you look at football, intercept. It can be going one way in the spirit, but if it's an error that's coming, the, the, the intercessor has the ability to snatch it. And because mm-hmm. it's a prophetic intercessor, he heareth or she heareth different than a regular person. She has insight into her prayer. God may show her things in prayer. God may give her a word in prayer. Mm -hmm. And she may be, she may prophesy even Mm -hmm. through intercession. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there a difference between prophets and seers? Or are they one (laughs) and the same? They are the same, but they are different functions. Oftentimes, people do ask the question, what is the difference? We must go to Old Testament to understand that. Because before prophets was introduced as prophets, they was known as seers. Mm -hmm. 
when they wanted to inquire of the Lord. They sought out seers because when God deals with seers, they deal with vision. Um, he deals with images. He deals with pictures, um, like photographical pictures uh, that they are able to see, pictures, colors, um, images, okay. uh, pro- prophets. Um, they, they hear. Some prophets are not seers because it's a dual ministry. Some prophets are just prophets. Then God have prophets that are seers, that, which mean that some prophets have the ability to see images, uh, uh, pictures, uh, have visions. Mm. Uh, and then some prophets just have the ability to hear. And as he hear, he speaks. The seer see to hear, okay, and the prophet hear to see. Uh, you know what I'm saying. So uh, the capacity and the functions are different, but they are the same, but they're different functions. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Bridging the gap between the young and the elderly, brothers and friends. The music that we play complements the topic that we may be discussing at any given time. I've got a a question kind of off the grid here because of experience. Um, Okay. And I'm going to mention two different experiences. Okay. Uh, An experience of a young child who sees images, images, people, spirits, if you would call them, and then of a believer who sees mm-hmm. angelic beings and demons as well. Are they operating in a seer gift? Explain that for us. Yeah, they're operating in the seer's realm because when you're able to see into the next dimension, it is just like a different dimension of um discernment mm-hmm. when you're able to see angelic host um to give you an example like when i have services sometimes the lord allowed me to see certain things whether it's on the person or near the person whether there's an angelic host in the service you often hear people say uh, my i just saw my angel Mm-hmm. Or oh, my angel just showed up, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because now that individual, even as a young person, and they have the ability to see, you know, uh, spirits, uh, demons, right. or uh, things like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it scares them because mm-hmm. they don't know what it is. Right. Um, they are not familiar that God has given them a certain set of eyes Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. see into the spirit world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you're a young person or grown up and you had those kind of uh, experiences, you're now operating in the seer's realm. Sometimes people have labeled like children who see into the spirit. They've labeled them as schizophrenic or crazy and all kinds of things. And yes, that's because that individual has no understanding or knowledge. That's why it's very important. Like I was saying when I was growing up, I was able to see because God uses the prophet and even in the realm of the five senses, even as the seer and even as a prophet, you have the ability to know the five senses and smells because certain things you can smell in the prophetic um, sense. Like I can come into a service and I can sense something. I can smell a new, something new. No, something like a new, have you ever got into a new car and you know how a new car Mm -hmm. smell? Mm -hmm. Um, I can smell that if I'm in a service. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Or I can smell 
the screens of water. You know how you can go to like a beach yes. and you can smell the, the mm-hmm. fragrance of the water. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can smell that if I enter into a service and that represent, I know if I smell water, that represent a flood of change that's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that God is about to bring change and bring something fresh and new in an individual's life. What happens is when you don't understand our children, because this comes from the womb. Yes. You know, this birth from the womb. Yeah. So if a child is birthed from the womb, like the Bible says about Jeremiah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Before I formed you, I knew you mm-hmm. and I ordained you and I called you. So that call came from the womb, which that mother may not understand if she's not tapped into that particular ministry, mm-hmm. prophetic ministry, or have not been exposed to it. She's not going to understand that child running up the gym. I saw something. Mm-hmm. I saw something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't see anything. And sometimes mothers, because they don't understand, mm-hmm. they play it off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and like you say, label them mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. something because they have no knowledge. Right, right. They have no understanding of it. So we have to be very careful with our kids because Mm -hmm. God birthes them from the womb. Mm -hmm. He calls them from the womb. Mm -hmm. A seer and a prophet is birthed from the womb. Mm -hmm. One of them is birthed from the womb. There are many ways God brings you into the prophetic ministry, though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But but before we go further, I'm urging, I have to share this with you all. Keep in mind that I am blind. Mm -hmm. Now, regularly, I would see some certain things that I know it is not, they are not real. And I would Mm -hmm. just give an example of in in church about three weeks ago, Mm -hmm. the entire church was filled with children. Mm-hmm. Children dancing up and down, passing in between me, going all over from the beginning of the service to the end of the service. Those mm-hmm. children were there. Then after when the service ended, they start to slowly become less and less and less. When I left after, after the service and going home in the car, they were on the sidewalk following the car and rejoicing. When I got home, instead of coming out of the, the, the car, I sat there. Mm-hmm. And they slowly, slowly subsided and disappeared. Mm-hmm. Wow. What I associate with that is my eye drops. I saw the question if my eye drops have some kind of effect on what I what I see and all of that. And just to finish it off, the following week I went back to church looking for those children, and they were not there. They didn't oh. show up. And last week. A different group, like more grown-up, came and were a major part of the service. Mm. And I just wanted to share that. I'm not asking what it is or anything like that, but I wanted to Mm. share that. Okay. Mm. Okay. Well, I, I, I can't help in this one at all. It's on to pastor and prophet. <laughs> pastor and prophet, you got it. <laughs> what, what, what I heard while he was talking is this. Oftentimes, God will prophetically show us something in the realm of the spirit, something that is to come mm. to the physical. Mm-hmm. And because he is blind, mm-hmm. that does not affect his sight. In the spirit. In the spirit. Okay. Because your sight is spiritual. And God will allow you to see something in the spirit, but it's natural. Eventually become what you saw. Mm -hmm. But it may play out different. Okay. But it may be what you saw. Because just because uh, 
I physically can't see, it increases my inner seeing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. greater because when we see, we don't see with our physical eyes in the Mm -hmm. spirit. It is not your physical eyes that you can see angels. Right. It is with your spiritual eyes unless they allow themselves to be manifested. Mm. Mm -hmm. But everything that God does is done in the spirit realm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So him seeing children dancing, that was something that was going to manifest itself physically. Mm-hmm. In the same place that he was in, mm-hmm. God was just showing him. Okay. okay. He was just allowing him to see it. Mm-hmm. Okay. One death and wrong with his eye drop. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. here on my list. Is there such a thing as prophetic intercession? Yes, one that has the ability to intercede um, has the ability to foresee. I believe that Jesus was our greatest example. The Bible said that he was touched with the feeling of infirmities. The Bible said he sits at the right hand of the Father and he makes intercession Mm -hmm. on our behalf. Mm -hmm. He was the greatest prophet, the prophetic, Mm -hmm. I call him the prophetic God. Um, So he shows us the power of a prophetic intercession. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he, first of all, you must be touched with the feeling right. of an individual. Right. Mm-hmm. And you must be touched and you must see. Right. Because mm-hmm. what happens is when you are in prayer and you are interceding and having an intercession, it's a session. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, intercession. Right. You know what I'm saying? You must go into because it's an inner session. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you must have the ability to be able to travel into intercession. Okay. Um, so, and what, that's why Jesus said, I was touched with the feeling of their infirmities mm-hmm. because I know how it feels to be afflicted. Mm. So most prophets or most people, everybody I wouldn't say is a prophetic intercession that can do intercession. Some people are just called to prayer, which we all are. But there are certain people that God has put 
a certain grace on yes. to be able to intercede mm-hmm. for nations, people, mm-hmm. and kindreds. So there are people that are assigned to do this, okay. uh, and they have the prophetic ministry inside of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they are able to foresee. They are able to give a word. Mm-hmm. They are able to feel. Okay. They are able to sense, All and right. they are able to smell. Bridging the gap between the young and the elderly, brothers and friends. We are glad you are listening. Anointed Community Services International is hosting our 11th annual Pancake Breakfast and Gift Explosion on Saturday, December the 16th at 10 a.m. at Lake David Park in Groveland, Florida. Sponsors are needed. We have over 100 families this year, not counting the children. That equates to about 300 plus children. If you're interested in sponsoring a child or just providing gifts for a variety of children, please feel free to contact our office at 352-404-7898. The cutoff for receiving gifts is December the 1st. We hope that you'll consider sponsoring a child in need. What about prophetic musicians? Oh, God, we need. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, I am very um, skilled because I believe that most most prophets associate with music. Mm -hmm. Remember when Elijah was praying, he said, go get me a minstrel. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says that when he did that and the minstrel began to play, the mm-hmm. Bible said that the hand mm-hmm. of the Lord was released. Yes. So it is very important that musicians have prophetic ear. Okay, okay. It's their ear that's important because when a prophetic musician plays, most most musicians that are prophetic, they just play according to what they hear in the realm of the spirit because there are sounds in the realm of the spirit that's not in the earth. Mm. But it is the ability of the musician, the prophetic musician, to bring what is being played in the heavenly okay. mm-hmm. into the atmosphere. Okay. And once mm, I felt that, and once once mm. that take place, the hand of the Lord comes and releases what needs to be taken place. Deliverance, breakthrough, a yes. healing, uh, a manifested because that that prophetic uh, musician or musician is skilled. Mm-hmm. And they have the ability to play what they hear. Yes. And anytime you play what you hear, it's not going to mm-hmm. sound like what you hear on a day-to-day base mm-hmm. or on a regular service. Gotcha. Are all the fivefold ministry gifts prophetic? Yes. Well, it's like this. We understand what the Bible says. He said he set these in the church mm-hmm. and he put these particular abilities in the house of God mm. for a reason. We understand that. The fivefold ministry, we understand, which comes from out of Ephesians, mm-hmm. um, that he established the fivefold ministry for a certain reason. He didn't just give us the fivefold ministry just to have. So when I think of the fivefold ministry, because when you deal with the apostle, you deal with the foundation, which is the thumb, because it's the biggest finger on your hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, which represent the government of God. These are government gifts. So he gives us the apostle. And when he gives us the apostle, that apostle has the ability to touch every particular hand and finger, which means hand, not hand, but finger. But do I believe that, because uh, there are prophetic pastors, 
There are prophetic teachers. So I believe that the fivefold ministry is a prophetic hand because it's the hand of God. It represents the hand of God. Yeah, there are different functions, the functions of the apostle, the functions of the prophet, but the apostle has the ability to operate in all capacities. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the teacher cannot operate in all capacities because the teacher, which is the small finger, uh, the pinky finger, it cannot touch all of its fingers. Right. The apostle is the only one that can touch all of these ministry gifts. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Prophet, what is the difference between regular worship and prophetic worship? I believe... I was a part of praise and worship uh, for years, and I still do it. People bring me in to do prophetic worship or to do worship because the difference is, you know, when I grew up, you know, God gave me a voice. He gave me that. And I already knew that it was different because it sounded different Mm -hmm. when I would sing. And, um, People would come to me and I was a part of praise and worship team. I would come in, sing songs, but I would sing songs that I hear. Sometimes worship can be mechanical because it can be out of a traditional realm um, to where they don't rehearse the songs. Nothing wrong with uh, practice, but sometimes it can just be the song. Mm-hmm. And and oftentimes I tell people some of these praise and worship leaders that you see in these big churches, they are hired to come. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. They are hired to lead the people into worship. That doesn't they're getting paid to do that. Mm-hmm. They're on staff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but the difference, I believe, because I am a worshiper and a praiser, is the flow. Mm-hmm. The difference is the flow. One church you will hear, they'll sing two songs, they won't go no farther. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you'll go to another service where they'll sing and God will begin to flow through that. Mm-hmm. And it brings you into a different atmosphere. It's right. the atmosphere that is different. Mm-hmm. It's the environment that is different between just regular worship and prophetic worship. Mm-hmm. Prophetic worship opens up that porter. Yeah. Prophetic worship opens up prophetic eyes. Mm-hmm. Prophetic mm-hmm. worship calls prophecy to come. Through. Yes. <laughs> My goodness. Regular worship, you may enjoy the song. But there is no troubling of the water. It's good, but it's no troubling of the water. Mm-hmm. It's like it's restricted. Right. Mm-hmm. But prophetic worship has no boundary. Yes. It brings people into something. Yes. It stirs them up. It awakens them. Things are triggered. in prophetic worship. Now, I can sing songs that God would just give me in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Songs I ain't never heard. Mm -hmm. And I just sing them. And the musicians are catching. That song becomes a prophetic song Mm -hmm. in the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. It's the the atmosphere that's different for me. That's what I would think. It is both of them are good, but one has more weight than the other. Okay. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So, Prophet, for those who desire the gift of prophecy, what advice would you give to them? It goes back to what I said in the beginning about the difference between the gift of the prophet and prophecy. Um, Paul talks about it that he wished all would prophesy. Like I said, the gift of prophecy comes to individual, comes from the Holy Spirit. It is given by the Holy Spirit to anyone that desires to prophesy. They must be in a place to allow the Holy Spirit to cause them 
to prophesy, they must be in a certain atmosphere. You have to be in an atmosphere because that's where Saul sent his messengers. They wasn't prophets, but they got into the atmosphere <laughs> when mm-hmm. the prophets were. Mm-hmm. And they began to prophesy. So I believe that if you desire something, God will give it to you because it comes through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It's a gift that comes through the Holy Spirit. It's not limited. You don't have the same, how could I say it? There's boundaries to it, the, the gift of prophecy. There's not boundaries to the prophet. Right. But there are boundaries to the gift of prophecy because any individual can do it. Mm. And any individual can't be called just a prophet. So I would say if an individual desire to prophesy, they have to ask the Holy Spirit to awaken that particular gift in them. Mm-hmm. I want to prophesy or find a ministry or get in a company or in an environment where the Holy Spirit will begin to be stirred on the inside mm-hmm. and he will begin to release a word because it comes from him. Amen. Praise mm-hmm. God. Thank you for that. And we're going to ask you, Prophet Bennett, if you would uh, give a word to our audience and just let the Lord use you however you. Thank you all for uh, allowing me to come on your broadcast on this kingdom day, this prophetic day. I believe that we are shifting now. Um, I believe that this is what the Lord is doing. The Bible says that when Mary um, came in contact with Elizabeth, the Bible said that the baby, the prophetic word that was in her began to leap. What God is doing now, he's shifting us and he's putting us among people with kindred spirits. Elizabeth and Mary was kin, blood, kindred spirits. Both of them had two prophetic words in them that was spoken. Um, God spoke to Zacharias in the temple concerning the prophetic word that would be placed in the womb of Elizabeth. Then God began to overshadow Mary with a prophetic word, which was Jesus. And both of them was carrying the prophetic on the inside of them to the point where Elizabeth began to prophetically see something mm. that she did not know. That's right. <laughs> so what is getting ready to take place now, God is getting ready to cause us to be connected to destiny helpers. And those people that are prophetic are, is getting ready to come into your life and something is about to leap into your spirit Mm. there's about to be an amazing leaping God is getting ready to connect us no longer will we be connected to people cause what we have on the Ah, inside of us not Mm. to leap because of the seriousness of time that we're in Mm. I began to tell the church when time shifted I told them that we was in the we are in a season or spirit called time change because what God is doing, he's beginning to change things in the earth. 
and he's beginning to shift some things. So what is taking place now is you are now getting ready to meet certain individuals that's going to be able to prophesy and they're not going to just prophesy. There's going to be a movement in the realm of the spirit. Um, Elizabeth, what a Mary spoke something that what was in her began to leap and be emerged in power. So whatever has been laid dormant has been looked like uh, it's not Oh, it's been a long time. Uh, God, uh, God said everything that He has spoken to us, He's about to come back and revisit mm-hmm. um, every word that He spoke, every dream that you had, mm-hmm. uh, every prophecy that somebody gave you. Could have been ten years from today, and you maybe forgot it. You maybe didn't write it down. But He said, "Tell them that I'm getting ready to revisit what I spoke. I'm getting ready to." Sin a Mary. I'm getting ready to sin a Elizabeth because the moment that Mary approached the porter door of Elizabeth. The Bible said that the baby began to leap, which was not a baby, which was a prophetic word. And it began to leap. The prophetic utterance began to come forth because she spoke prophetically and said, oh, what is this? You come because God revealed her that she was carrying her Lord. She didn't know that she was carrying Jesus. Mm -hmm. But when you connect with the right person and the right person connects with you, it opens your eyes. It causes you to see in the spirit. It causes you to know things that you did not know. Mm -hmm. That's why it's important that you connect with the right people in this season because of what's in your life. Because whatever has been laid dormant, whatever has been seen has been stagnated, it's about to come alive. It's about to wake back up. And that's what happened when Elijah uh, laid on the dead baby. The Bible said that he laid on it and breathed in it. So what's getting where they take place is God's about to send somebody to awaken who you are. Mm -hmm. Because whenever the Lord began to open up your eyes, he open he he awakens your eyes, but he opens your ears. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't understand this. And if I can prophesy, I'm speaking now to every individual mm-hmm. that it looks as if you can't see. But God said that I'm going to awaken your eyes. God don't awaken your ears. He awakens your eyes mm-hmm. and what he does. But he opens your ears. God don't open eyes. He awakens awakens your eyes. He mm. calls your eyes to be awakened, but he calls your ears to be open. Mm. So that's what's getting ready to take place. I'm speaking to every person that may feel like, well, it's too late for me. Uh, God can't do it. Uh, he spoke that, but it ain't came to pass. It's getting ready to happen. God's getting ready to send a Mary to awaken the prophetic My word father. in you. Mm. There's a word that's sitting inside of you. Two words came together. Whenever prophecy comes together, that means when two individuals come together, God has put prophetic word in both of them. Mm. That's why one prophetic word was able to feel the prophetic word that was spoke to Zacharias. Mm. The word that was spoke to Zacharias that you shall have a son and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost. Mm. God manifests what was spoken when Mary came. Mm-hmm. You're getting ready to see now the manifestation oh, of what you're carrying. Oh, glory. Because whatever you're carrying responds to God. Mm-hmm. Because when she heard the voice of Mary, it responded. What responded? What she was carrying responded. Glory. The prophetic word responded to the prophetic utterance, which was God himself in the womb of a virgin. Amen. Mm. So that's the word of the Lord for the people of God to prepare your hearts and to prepare yourself because God is about to stir you back up. 
He's not done with you. He's not done with you. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what kind of challenges you're having. He's still going to use you. He's still going to reveal to you. He's still going to thrust you into greater and to better. The best is yet to come. And greater things are coming. Greater things are coming. In the year of 24, we shall see a major move of God. We shall see revival hit the land. Because the earth earth is travailing. They are looking for something. They need something. After all of the dust, even the war that is going on, God is going to send revival. He's going to sin of refreshing. He's going to sin a compelling to the people of God. So I call prophets, I call leaders mm. to come up even higher Amen. to another place of intercession because Amen. God is getting ready to sharpen your gifts and your ears Amen. and your eyes. So he set fire to your eyes today. He put fire in your belly. He put fire in your feet. So Amen. you will be able to see like he sees. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank Hallelujah. you so much, Prophet. Thank you. Timothy You're welcome. We are so blessed today yes, with Lord. that word and that prophetic word for the yes. upcoming year. I just, I see the Lord doing just that. We sense it in our spirits. It's, yes. That same word came this morning on our prayer call about what do you see? And we see the Lord doing great and mighty things, fulfilling yes. his word in this upcoming season. Glory. Yes. He's hastening yes. to perform his word for his people. Glory to God. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Prophet, it's such an honor to have you here speaking to us and speaking to our listeners and to the world because it goes all all over. Amen. Thank you so much. We hope we this is not the only time you will be visiting us, but yes. know that our doors are open to you. Hmm. And we oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. All right. We are right at the end zone. So we want to say thank you all for being a part of our our listening audience and thanks to Prophet Bennett. Pastor, thank you so much for your introduction of this great man. And so yes. until the next time. We say we, we share, share because we care. God bless Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah!